So we're back, so we're back again. Justin, do you want to? Oh, oh you. That was that wasn't intentional. That was really and we're at premature seven, popping. This is now number seven. seven yeah. So yeah. now we have uh, we've surpassed our, our supply of. Do you want to wait for the wait? You want to wait for the talking can opener to be quiet there? Okay, we've we've surpassed our typical uh, supply of our beer of the day. Yes. And now we're in the hodgepodge of whatever is in Josh's refrigerator. Yes. His bar. So we're all drinking different stuff now, and and we're not even going to pretend to um, justify or, or discuss the taste of this beer. At no, this I like point, hot dogs. At this point, it's just it's just <laughs> free flowing down. Right. But baseball. So, so I, I I got a little flack about my usage of the see you next Tuesday word earlier, and yeah, however, be, my yeah, why why would you run into trouble with that? Right. <laughs> so it it all came back to with Josh's uh, admission and speaking of Not being admission. and being British, He's bragging and about it, bragging about being British, and so I brought the British British culture into this, knowing that that phrase and term is used regularly in British culture. Okay. And being more educated than Josh, I knew that, and Josh took all offense to this. I didn't take all offense to that. I worried about our sponsorship. Right. So I went ahead and looked it up and, and to verify that it is, and it is in England a, a broader derogatory term comparable to prick. So the amount of times that we use prick in our everyday language is what they use that term in Britain. What term are you talking about? Uh, cunt. <laughs> Why'd you whisper? I, <laughs> because we're no longer talking about Josh's uh, ancestry. To the, mm. uh, to the... Anyway, all right, yeah, I'll move on. Uh, all right. was, it was merely a British. Right, it so was bringing the British culture into yeah. our. So you were uh, you resorted to Wikipedia to justify your use of misogynistic terms and Quora <laughs> and Stack Exchange. Oh God. what? <laughs> and Commons Dictionary. Oh God! All right, where are we at? This <laughs> is really getting. Outrageous. Most hated opponent. <laughs> most Josh, Josh. Josh is my most hated opponent. <laughs> most hated opponent. All right. Team and player. So I, I know what everyone's gonna say. So I'm gonna oh, not, tra oh. not Travis. Travis oh, is the old right. guy. He's got a he's got a weird one. Modern right. modern era people you don't are know like, what it is, but uh, um, I can I Josh, can I speak for the both of us? Yeah, by all means. Chicago Cubs, Gadier Molina. Mm. Oh yeah. I, yeah. I've got I've got the Chicago Cubs as your most hated team as my hate most hated team because of that whole they're taking over Miller Park it's Wrigley Park North yep. the the culture yep. of Chicago and their fan oh. base and yep. I hate you just you just picture them going a goddamn boat into the absolutely Park, I hate everything you? about yeah. it. that they can't back they, up they, they dock land, their the yacht out on Lake Michigan and they walk into Miller Park and I hate everything about them yeah and Gadier Molina for the sole purpose of he is the gi most gigantic douchebag ever and well, that was well uh, to my to my i yeah. think he is the biggest douchebag ever and my most satisfying moment in watching baseball was when he lost a knot by getting struck in the balls 
That was the most satisfying moment in baseball. Yeah, yeah. you got her. So I'm torn on this one. Um, I'm not the anti-Cardinal Cup guy um, in general just because so much of my baseball was, was American, the American League. Yeah. But I will tell you that um, Yadier Molina can kiss my ass. I hate the prick. <laughs> yes. And Cubs fans for you. can kiss my ass. But I don't have a problem with most of the Cubs players, and I don't have a problem with most of the Cardinal players. I go back to the American League and my hatred towards Minnesota sports in general. Oh, yes, good for you. Yes. And Thank I you. will tell you that watching the Twins in 87 and 91, they won a pair of World Series, and good for them. They yes. won, and they did it. They, they won with talent and whatnot, and well, quite frankly, I like most of their players, except for Bert Blyland's wife. She was she had this goddamn whistle that they love showing Miss Bly Levin. They love showing Miss Bly Levin's goddamn whistle. And I don't know if it's 87 or 91. I You're don't know. actually talking about a whistle and not anything else. Her. I'm talking about she's an extension of Bert Bly Levin. Okay. She's born with like, whistles. You know what? Whistle. I loved it. Well, they did the Homer Hankies. You know, keep in mind, the Metro Barn had 8,000 people in April, 12,000 before, you know, ah, yay, I love the Twins. And, you know, their players were great. The Herbecks, the Bernanskis, yep. the Gaietis, the Puckets. I mean, they yep. were cool guys. Frank, Sweet Music Viola. I they love the players. The Viola world. was probably a good guy, but his wife drove me goddamn nuts. And, they, and, and, the, and the whole whistle, and they turned that shit storm into an airport with the decibel level with zero history. Right. I shouldn't say zero history because right now they're doing it right with Target Field, yep. which is one of the two places that I've not been to in Major League Baseball. But the 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 Twins organization deserves something better than the Metro. Yes. Right? Yep. And it, it, it's unfair, but it turned into a noise box and then with the turf and the and the, the difficulty with opposing teams gauging fly balls and pop-ups that you got used to as the home team, but was just patently unfair to the opposition. Um, my, my issue was with the Twins and the Yankees, and the Yankees just because mm. they were better and they were from yeah. from New York. Um, I do not have the the vitriol towards the Cardinals or, or Cubs players. Mm -hmm. I will tell you that just Chicago Cubs in general, the whole Wrigley thing, I hate that atmosphere. Mm. But the Cardinals, I think we have to be honest. It's a really well-run organization. 100%. That at the size of their city, let's not hate them. Let's more admire them and tip our cap towards them. That's my view. Right. You, yes, you're talking about organizations, organizations, and you're right about that. They they run it right. I would gladly trade places with the Cardinals organization. I, I know Larusa rubbed people the wrong way and stuff, but at the end of the day, if he was a Brewer manager, he'd, he'd have a statue out front. Yeah, right. absolutely. And Mike Matheny was a former Brewer catcher, so I right. always a special place in the heart. Being, I, I've been to the old Bush and the new Bush stadiums, and I got to tell you. You could you feel comfortable with these folks? They're they're good people. They so really, really are. Travis, I, I gotta go off topic or not off topic, but sidetrack a little bit. You said Target Field is one of the two cities that you haven't been mm -hmm. to. What's the other one? Toronto. Oh. I haven't been to two. Oh. Okay. They still have Rogers Field, right? They still the Rogers Field, the Sky Dome, whatever it is. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. It didn't fit into any of the geographic. Right. Whatever. It wasn't going to be part of the Detroit. It's the Detroit a, trip was Detroit McCubs. Yeah. Yeah. It's in a different country, too. So. That, too. But, uh, and, and you know what? And that brings up a whole other thing. It's probably a whole other discussion. Toronto, I mean, 
they they do support their team in Montreal mm -hmm. sure. despite being French, you right. know, and you know, um, <laughs> despite being French, they don't I mean, give up right away. <laughs> And that's another thing for military because <laughs> I have, you know, if you become a little bit of a student of history, you realize that the French soldiers themselves weren't pansies, but they, they get a bad rap. The general story yeah, for another the, day. The generals, on the other hand, might might no, be an issue. Say yeah. that again. The the generals on the French side might be a different issue. Right. So, well, and maybe yeah. Okay. It's not it's yeah. not the front line yeah. soldiers. It's the leadership of it. Fred, I mean, if you want to go back, you know, Napoleonic history and, and whatnot. But that's, that's another, another story. Another story. So, another story. so here we are. At, let me just completely summarize. Chicago Cubs fans, fuck them. Yadier Molina, fuck him. Right. Burt Blyleven's wife, she can kiss my ass. And can ninety percent of Twins fans. And New York fans in general, all sports, right. all time. Uh, I feel as bad about 9-11 as anyone, but I'm not a fan of New York City. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, New York fans don't get a pass just because 9-11 for crying out loud. No, no, and I mean, we all know, I mean, it was an attack on our nation, but that's right. not to say that all of a sudden, you know, I don't think the average New Yorker could find Wisconsin on a map. No, And maybe they shouldn't. If you grew up in New York, you wouldn't find Why would it. You? I get that. Right. But right. let's just realize that they don't conduct themselves very well. They don't <laughs> behave well. Like Philadelphia fans and Boston oh, God, fans. God, There's a reason it's... The decorum. Yeah. It's why I kind of like the St. Louis, Kansas City, and Milwaukee, Cleveland. That makes sense. You do kind of stick with your people and mm -hmm. how they behave. And if you go to a game to yell and bark at an opposing right fielder or left fielder, it's like, what, what, you're a meathead. What are you yeah, doing there for? You're, yeah. you're, you're yelling, oh, no. And, you know, and it's not just one person, but it's the fans around. Oh, that's funny. No, it's not. Right. Oh, what are you yelling about? Yeah. Why, you hate him because he's batting 310 and tears up your team? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Not not a fan of that. Yeah. Fair enough. So uh, I've, I've been to a lot of games at at, uh, at Wrigley. Always went there for um, Cub Brewery. You've been there several? Several times. Oh. Always yeah, went there for Cub. Twice only for me. Yeah, I yeah. think I've been there four or five times. Oh, good. Yep. Always went there for Cub Brewers. Had a great time. Sat in the bleachers a lot of times. And, and Brewers gear. Yes, no in full Brewers gear. No issues and not, ever. It's not like the White Sox people, by the way. The Cubs right. people are very just party. That, that's White exactly Sox, right. a different story. Right. And I always said, more combative. Yes, and I always said, Wrigley is just a huge bar. They just happen to play baseball in the middle of it. That's right. They're just yes. there to be, and, and all the girls, there are incredibly smoking hot girls at Cubs mm -hmm. games. They're only there to be seen yes. wearing Cubs gears at, wearing Cub gear at, Cub games. Right. That's the only reason they're there. They don't care about the game. Like you said, they don't even right. see that. So I've, I've had nothing but good experiences that are wearing Brewer stuff and all that. It's fine. You're not going to have a problem there. No, no, absolutely not. And in fact, I went there with a bunch of like eight Cub fans. And the one time that I ever got really trash talked was after the Brewers won a game, we got on a bus and we're driving back in some jack wagon just, you know, went, went off about sodomy and, and Brewer fans and all this. And the guy, one of the guys that I was with, was a diehard Cub fan. Just like laid into that dude, and it it, yeah. it, it was it was fine. They're basically good people, just there to party and have a good time. So right. I I do hate the Cubs and all that, but I'll, I'll drop a name that hasn't been dropped yet that I hate probably more than it was Javi Baez. Oh, oh. I, it was on my list to bring up. Yep, yep. So extraordinary. Huge. So apparently, for some reason, like slapping a tag down is now the the, the high water mark for defensive, like that that, no. like so he can slam his no. glove down. And I, I, 
Look, he, he's he's high in the prick level, not just right. for that famous play. Mm-hmm. He's been an asshole for, and he's that. Where do you split the? You want him on your team. You don't want to play against yep. him, but he's mm-hmm. on your team, and you still are uncomfortable with it. But you can't yep. say it as a teammate. Right? He's no, a prick. he's a complete prick. Right? And we'll get to another reason that I hate him in the uh, the um, the Brustavus. Nice. We'll, we'll get to a, a certain... Could we describe Brustavis in breweries right now? Absolutely. So Brustavis is the, the derivative of Festivus, Festivus, where we air our grievances about anything in sports. And each it's podcast, we're each going to air one grievance, no politics, which is difficult, but we will. Right. And, and, and then breweries is... Is memories about drinking. Drinking anywhere. Yep. Memories, breweries, you get it, folks? My idea, so I want to Because <laughs> I'm very, my low self, my self-esteem just fucking sucks. Travis? You're doing uh, it was my idea, right? By far the best idea you've ever had. It really was. <laughs> Think about it. I'm driving here. I mean, I, I came up with this two hours ago. I'm driving. Memory. Breweries. Jesus. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. And I, I, I would Perfect. like to share the first story because it's a beauty. Okay. Not now. Not now. Not now. Not now. I, I, I want the first one. So right. anybody listening to the podcast that's being bored by Josh or Commissioner uh, <laughs> perfect. Josh or um, um, Justin. Justin, right? Yeah. Josh. It's Justin. Jimmy, Justin. I don't know. No, it's yeah. Justin. You can just say coach. Coach, um, stick around for this because I have a great brewery story. Okay. Um, anyway, Jave Baez mm-hmm. is a key component in I the. I don't like the sunglasses. In, he, he's a key component in the Brucevus in the things we hate about sports. He does one of them every time that bothers me. That's foreshadowing. Okay, good. Okay. Hey, uh, I brought up foreshadowing last episode. Yeah, well, whatever. All right. Travis, you got to bring up the next episode. Anyway, player. Hey, in- hold on. Before we go to that. Hurry up. I, I'd like to say that we're uh, two hours into this. Oh, my God. And no, I don't have any phone calls from my estranged wife yet. Not yet. I'm just saying. We are not playing this well. We're two hours out. Hour and 47 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Who's still with us? Nobody. Nobody. Nobody's listening to us. Nobody. Just think if they were, though. They Maybe oh. they're a heroin overdose and they come out of it. And, and we're back. still talking. <laughs> oh, my God. Why didn't I die? Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. It's one of those things where you fall asleep to, and then you wake up in the middle you know of the night, and we're still if, talking. If you, right. do, if you took the turn, time to dissect it, you're going to be like, no, these guys are pretty sharp. <laughs> no, we're fantastic. Nobody, we really are. are no, nobody I'm watching my own mind. I don't know about The people guys. that are listening to this are, are truly lucky to be They're homebound COVID, which we're going to yeah. benefit from. Yeah. Right, absolutely. All right, or, or the okay. people that we're forcing to listen to this. Fair enough. All right, I'm going to start with this one. Player you totally forgot ever played for the Brewers. Yes. I think I found a good one. No, you didn't. I think I did. Okay. I found a good one two hours ago. Levon Hernandez. Is it Levon, though? Yeah, Levon. Levon. Boy, you what did I, I, I say? Your turn immediately. Yeah, no, Let's move on to Justin. Justin. So I've got three. So I'll name one. Oh, Jesus. Oh. No, because Christ. I'm going through this, and I'm okay, like, go. oh, shit, I didn't realize that. Julio Franco. Did not know. I oh, forgot. He played right. 32 games for the Brewers in 1997. Yes. Julio Franco played for the Brewers. Totally forgot about that. Hideo Nomo. That's a, what? I knew, Hideo no, Nomo. I knew Nomo played for the Brewers. 12 yeah. and 8 in 1999. He played for the yeah. Brewers for an entire season. Totally forgot about that. And then this was like on the oh. Keter talk. It was like, yeah. I, I 
when I read this name, I was like, oh yeah, that's right, I forgot about that. Eric Gagne. Eric Gagne played his last that, yeah. season in the major leagues in the Brewers. Yep. That's amazing. Travis? Jim Abbott, 1999. Yes, One I hand. loved it. Yep. Loved it. Yep. Forgot. Yeah. Knew it, but forgot. Yep. I, I love Jim Abbott. You see how we pronounced so everything right? We did pronounce everything right, and then Josh did not. And the one person that he had to talk about. How long did he have to prepare for that? He had days to prepare for this, and then he couldn't even pronounce it correctly. Oh, I know. They're cute at that age, aren't they? Right. This right. Uh, Chris, Christina Yelich. Christina Fuck you guys. All right, let's see if you can pronounce your favorite name of a brewer correctly. Oh, I got one. I have several. These... All right. I like these. You're going to start first, at? or am I going to go? Yeah, we're on favorite names. You go ahead, because okay, I don't want to. I'm going to go. I got two of them. Uh, my favorite name of a brewer was John Jaha. Uh, only because every okay. time I heard it, I was like, <laughs> John Jaha. And it was in it that makes time. You it, was, yeah. it was like my middle school. It makes you years. I, It was yeah. fine. Rob Deere. I always liked Rob Deere's name. Good just name just solid, solid name. Very Wisconsin name. Very Wisconsin name. Yeah. It was, when you think of, if you're going to name a brewer player when you're playing some. Uh, MLB game on PlayStation, right. and you're going to create a player. Rob Deere is so the guy that you Rob have. Deere? Right, yeah. you, is the guy that you have. Well, he's Wisconsin. probably from like you know Marshfield. And absolutely, can absolutely. Match Marshfield, and, Stevens Point. Yeah. And he can hit the ball though. Yeah, those are my favorite names. All right, uh, Scooter Jeanette. Right. Oh, well, that is good. That is it's just baseball. That is good. Yeah, it fits his position. Fits away play. Yep. Yep. Is that it? I have no bails. Oh boy. All right. The. Sixto Lescano. Oh yes, nineteen eighty one. You know he went. Um, he went on the trade, which we're going to talk about. Yes, beat Ted Simmons. Yes, he did. Ted's, um, Ted Simmons, Vukovic, and Raleigh Fingers. Yes, trade. Sixto Lescano went to to San Diego. Yep, he did. Honorable mention: Damian Magnifico. Well, now you're just making shit up. Nope, that's the honest to God truth. Damien well, Magnifico. So, but you know so what? You when, when you, you say a name like that, that's great, Josh. But name within three years, where, what position he played. He's and... a pitcher. Okay, do you know anything about it? Yeah. Is, this you can't is just pull it out just, of an almanac. This is purely just looking through the media guide. Do you know anything about him? This is the great... That's a do you know if he's right or left-handed? He's right-handed pitcher. Do you pitcher. know if he's a starter or reliever? No. Do you actually remember <laughs> him playing? Let's move on. No. No, it's a great don't. name. It's a side door. It's a question. Jaime, Jaime Kokenauer. You don't remember him either. Next. No, he was before my time, but Jaime Kokenauer. Say, <laughs> say it. That is good. Yes. Excellent. Moose Haas. You, oh! <laughs> you know what? If I had more time, Moose Haas. Yeah. Uh, I was, uh, that was my nickname. And Moose Haas? Moose. <laughs> had nothing to do with Moose Haas. I was a, I was was a, a, I was a bigger grand. Moose Haas? What? I'll tell you a story here about Moose. 19, or, uh... Let's save that. Let's save that for the next time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All, right. All right. Save the Moose story. Can you note that? Uh, it's because we got a lot to cover here. All right, yeah, we do. All right, worst contract in Brewers history, Travis. Oh, I don't know. Well, Justin, that's very helpful. <laughs> so I I have three, and it's all like modern era, and I I so I don't I want to step on your toes on which ones you. I have. know which one you're gonna choose, but go ahead. You're not gonna choose mine. Okay, so Just I pick one. The okay the the biggest one that I have is Jeff Zupan. 
The yeah. four years, $42 million. Oh, oh God, yeah. Purely <laughs> based on his performance in the postseason prior to him signing. In one series. In one series. As a brewer, he was 29-36 and 36 oh. with a 5.08 ERA and 1.6 whip. Yeah. And, he and he made was $50 million. Over, dollars. And he was making over $10 million a year. Okay. So that's my number one. I've got yeah. two others, so I'll let you go. So, so my worst ever, you may not remember this guy, Sean Barry. Oh, cool. Okay. Sean Barry was signed from the, the Astros. Okay. He was a third baseman, first baseman. What year is this? Oh, God. It must have been in the late 90s. Okay. Okay. So he signed for two years, $3.4 million, which is, you know. It, it seems like fairly money these right. days. Until you hear this stat. Okay. His slugging percentage during his time with the Brewers was... 295. Any of us three could have done that. Now, there was a player on the Brewers who was hit better than that. His name, Scott Carl. <laughs> Left handed starting pitcher yeah. Scott Carl <laughs> yes! slugged better than first baseman, third baseman Sean Barry. Yeah. And that's why we do these, because I'm learning something as we go. But yes, now I remember the very name, but I couldn't have put anything more to it. Yep. Other than I knew he played, yeah. Yeah. Do you got any more? Um, well, Jeffrey Hammonds. That, that was that, that's, that's right up there. Three, that's year, three years, $22.2 million, the highest contract yep. ever given to a free agent brewer at that time. He spent half of his first season in the, on the injured reserve. Yep. 20, or 2002. He had a decent start, then hit a slump and got injured, and he was released before the end of his contract. Yep. Oh, largest largest contract ever given to a free agent in Brewers history up until that point, and he was released prior to the end of it. We oh, said Jesus. we would rather pay you than allow you. We'll to pay you to yeah, go yeah. away. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You got no uh, favorite contract? Sort of I've got there. I've got one more yeah, I've got one more worst contract. Oh, you got another? One? Yeah, Matt Garza. Oh, Matt Garza, Garza five years, fifty million dollars. He uh, contributed twenty six wins to thirty nine losses, oh, a four point six five ERA, and a one point four one whip. And an asshole attitude. And he yes. is he was, he was not yeah. a good person. He was a prick. Not a good person. He was a he was a former double ray, right? Devil Ray. Yes. Cub. Cub. Because when I was down in Tampa, there was a whole big bunch of Matt Garza around him. Yeah. Oh, All right. Jesus. Best contracts. Best. Well, the, I mean, I'm, I've got two. One of them's obvious. Yeah. I'm. I mean, yeah, I only wrote, wrote one name down. It's Yelich. Yeah. Yelich was a great contract. It's a great contract. At no point is he ever paid more than twenty-six million dollars a season. Currently, there are fifteen players with higher average annual. Uh, value contracts and 15 higher total value contracts. There are 15, 15. players that make more money per, than him per year, and they're different than the the 15 players that make more money through the course of his contract you know, than him. And he's the second best player in I baseball. Think I, I, he's a trout. Is yeah. where yes. you yes. So yeah. I think I think when you look at Yelich, you almost get into an entirely different discussion, don't you? Yes. You look at yep. what kind of personality, and I, yep, I, mean right. that, I mean this from a standpoint of maybe not necessarily benevolent, but, but comfort zone, right? Right. Because if you look at Yelich and what he would be as a Yankee, as yes. a Cub, yes. as an Angel, as a whatever, I mean, or a National, or mm -hmm. Philly, I mean, they're, you know, name the teams that can afford it. Christian 
Yelich, I think, has the personality where there's a comfort zone being a really, really, really well-paid guy, but not the need to check that box of the highest paid. Yep. And right. here's the reality. What kind of money is he giving up from an endorsement standpoint? Oh, my God, that things, is a good point. You know, but, but here's the thing. How, how does his internal clock work? Are the Brewers or the Royals or the blank enter the team a better fit for him? Mm -hmm. It's interesting, right? And only he knows it and whatnot because, it, I mean, he is, by anybody's admission, leaving millions and millions on the table to be in Milwaukee. Not yep. from here. He's right. not from not Iowa. Right. Yep. He's from, you know, it's like, it's interesting, right? right. We, 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 we talked about this the last podcast we gave. I don't know if it's the culture, if it's the fans, yeah. if it's what it is, but something about this being a brewer endeared him, like, I want to stay here. If it's Stearns' plan, if it's what they have going, I yeah. don't know. But is it not wanting to face the New York media every day? 100%. Is it not wanting to face L.A.? Is it not wanting to be in Boston and be questioned after two back-to-back over fours? Yep. Is, that, is that what it is? Christian Yelich. Think about it. Yes. Christian Yelich, what he did right now. Look at him and look at what Ryan Braun did. Ryan Braun was an MVP. Yeah. He did well. He got his contract. And then he dealt with this PED stuff. But that didn't really change the opinion of him with Brewers fans. He was supported in Milwaukee, and you—I mean, people don't boo Brian Braun in Milwaukee. He can well, do whatever. Well, I, I, I didn't actively boo him, but what he did to the drug tester—no, it's crossed horrible. the line for me. Right, right. but you know what? If he I did not boo, but if I did boo it, I would boo yes. Brian Braun. Right. And he's never got it back because he never made it right for that. Yes. Right, but the thing is, if he were in New York, if he were in Los Angeles when all this happened. He would have been obliterated. Uh, I don't. I, I don't, think he would have been obliterated. I don't know that that's true. I think more of this would have been called obliterated. From Ryan Braun, you're talking about? Yes. Call? Yes. If I don't. Happened, I don't know if that's true. I think it. I think. It, I think it, it becomes more, performance, performance, performance. Yes. We all know that it was an era. He was a later stage of the era. But here's what happened with Ryan Braun that separated him from the hundred plus whatever. He threw an innocent person under the bus. Absolutely. Absolutely. Most guys didn't do that. Right. Absolutely. But most guys either shut up or said prove but it. But you know what? what you're but saying you know is, what? What you're you saying is he got a free pass. He got a free pass because he's in the Milwaukee. He's in small market. Nope. So you fair, go, fair point. You go, to, yeah. you go to you go to a Brewers game right now, and they say uh, next at bat Ryan Braun. You're getting cheers. You're not getting booze. He's not this. Villain. See, I, I, most, most I, I will people, disagree I, because Barry Bonds was never booed in San Francisco. It's all about Never. your guy. And if you, Never. Read, if you ever read Game of Shadows, either of you two? Mm. It's, a, it's the biggest indictment ever. Barry right. Bonds. Oh, by the way, Barry was a prick well before steroids. Oh, yeah. But Barry Bonds changed because of the Sosa McGuire thing. That's the only reason yep. that he... Yep. We're getting off on topic here. But but to stay to Yelich, and I think it's important to stay to him, I think it's really a huge credit to him as a person. But, but let's be realistic here. I think there's some benefit to Chris Mielich to be in the tiny, tiny Milwaukee compared to other cities, yeah, right? right? Where he's not from, 
I think his personality lends himself more to a market like this or St. Louis or Kansas City or Cleveland yes. or yes. stuff like that. Yes, yeah. you're or right. Cincinnati. And that's what kind of made me... Which is perfect for everybody. Yeah. It, it's not It's not shameful to say you don't want to take the shit. Right. And and it made me a little surprised. I, yeah. For a long time, I thought that Zach Grinke would sign long-term in Milwaukee. Well, yeah. But, because, but here is somebody with an acknowledged mental health disorder. And I give Zach a ton of credit for right. being... Out there with that, right? So, where did where does he where does he end up? Right, Arizona. Arizona. Also, not in, not a baseball hobby. He did New York. No, no, no. He did no, LA. LA. He did the Dodgers. He got traded to but Arizona. Royals, he signed Brewers. to L, to LA. He got traded to Arizona. The Brewers that. traded him, and then he signed to LA, which surprised me. I always thought maybe the Brewers could sweep in and pick him up because he wouldn't want to be Back in, in Houston, LA. Right? Oh. Huh? He's, He's in, in Houston. Houston now. Yeah. But, but there is that. Now, Kirsten Yelich no, doesn't, but Kirsten doesn't have that. But I think here is a guy that is saying, I really love it here. Yes. I just really do. And, I mean, and, and instead of the New York asshole or Boston media or Philadelphia, which he would have a contract that would dwarf it, quite yes. frankly, it right. And the endorsements. Right, he we, can be we, a savior of, to an organization. He can own an entire state, and yes. he doesn't need to. He doesn't need to bring world championships. You just need to go to the playoffs. Yep, we talked about this. He doesn't need time. to. No. You know, he doesn't need to. You, you're right about that, and he's. Because right, I, I, I think he's, he's a classiest guy plus, in Wisconsin sports. I, I mean, I'm gonna he's the anti Brett Favre. Oh he's God, a great yes. human being. And he's the anti Aaron Rodgers. And and. Quite, quite frankly, it's the new age of stars in Wisconsin with him and Giannis Antetokounmpo. Right. I pronounced that correctly. Even seven beer men. Uh, oh, you nailed it. They are the new breed of stars in Wisconsin. The humble. I'm not going to go out there for myself. I'm team oriented. And I, let me, let's bring it back to Chris Mielich. I'm going to bring it back to episode one. Uh, I'm really glad that he wants to be here because his mom is. Oh, his, 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 she's so pretty. Oh my lord! I get yes. sick of her calling. Well, I mean, <laughs> Amy, Amy's just main door. Send her my way. Amy, who is it? Fucking Miss Yelich. I said, just tell her. I'll call her back, honey. Send her back, honey. And uh, make me a, and make me a pie. And and so can, <laughs> uh, <laughs> in the kitchen and make me a pie. I don't. I, there was somewhere oh, oh. of. Uh, inter-sports connections and young athletes being friends together and not being afraid of just being cohorts and friends of your own sport, of like mixing that small town markets together. I don't know if there could be any more like polar opposites as far as like personality. No, they are the complete polar opposites, which makes it intriguing. And then they they made, they they were the cookie outside to Christian Yelich's mom's uh, cream and all right, so we're back again after uh, now Christian Yelich's mom is the cream in the middle. Is that how you put it? The cream in the middle. Oh, God. All right, here we go. That's, uh... <laughs> yep, that's my bottle opener that plays on Wisconsin. Actually played on Wisconsin this time and not... <laughs> Yeah, it worked this time. All right. Oh, Where are we at? Someone have a story, or are we oh, just I'm, moving no, on? No, no, no. I have one more best contract. Since we got all enamored with Christian Yelich. Oh, okay. There is one more contract that uh, I think needs to be brought up. And oh. It's Mike Cameron. 
Mike Cameron oh signed a one-year contract with a second-year option, which turned into two years, $16.25 million. So they, they paid just over $8 million a year for, for Mike Cameron, who was a solid defender. N- not played, just solid. He, he was a stellar defender. a very important role on that 2008 playoff team. Yes. He was the leadoff batter, and he was just an all-around really good player. And and people still talk about Mike Cameron as a, like a great clubhouse guy right. and, a, and a teacher. Yeah. A, yes, that is a great call, Justin. Good work. Thank you. Good job. I'm, br- I'm glad I could bring some good content to something. Well, it's about yeah, time. After the whole cream thing. <laughs> you had an uphill battle. No, the cream thing was fine. Well, it, it was fine. It was, just... it was the see you next Tuesday thing that kind of brought me into a hole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that might take a bit. That might take a bit. <laughs> that's, 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 oh, yeah. <laughs> no, that's good stuff. Oh, All right, man. fun brewery story. All right. No, I thought we were going on to worst trades. Oh, worst trades. Oh, do you have anything for this, Travis, by the are way? Are we going to pass the worst trades? Do you want to do that? Did you skip ahead? You skipped ahead. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. Well, what, do you, what do you have? I have fun brewer stories. That was the end of your first, and then you did best and worst trades. Oh, all right. Well, whatever. You can tell a, tell a good brewer story then. Um, my, I'll go with it. And I brought my Bob Euchre bobblehead today to kind of, uh, because he's sitting in a seat. And some of my best memories at Brewers games in Miller Park, uh, in 2001 and 2002, um, I was in high school, and I had a good buddy that um, would, um, we would go down to games all the time after school, We would because we lived about 45 minutes away from Milwaukee, so we could leave at 3 o'clock, make it down for any game that we wanted to, that was during the week, during the weekend. So we would go down there. We would buy uh, Euchre seat tickets, $1 tickets, obstructed view, way the hell up there. It didn't matter. But 2001, 2002, these teams sucked. Yeah, they're bad. So, I mean, there were no fans at these games. So what we did was we uh, befriended uh, an usher down in the 100 level and he looked a lot like Harry Carey. He had huge glasses, very thick lenses. And he was an older guy. I mean, he knew his brewers, and he was he was doing this just because he loved the game. And right. he recognized uh, my, my buddy, uh, our our passion for the game. So we would, at about the second or third inning, make our way down to the standing room only area, and we would go talk to this usher. And oh, yeah, after nice. he realized that there was nobody else coming to the game, and we were there regularly, I mean, we would go to 15 or 20 games a season. Nice. He would just let us go down to the 100th level. So we would be sitting down in this, uh, these really good seats for you know, 16, 17, 18-year-olds, and we paid a dollar to get into the stadium. That's we so would cool. park out and... And what we would call itchy and scratchy lot, the like mats and whatever it is, way the hell out there, oh, yeah. and walk in. So we would pay probably six dollars to go into a brewery game, and we'd sit down in these fifty or sixty dollar seats at the time. And it was the trip down there, the trip back, and then when we got back, we would do our homework and then, uh, oh, and so then go cool. to school the next day. And then, uh, yeah, that that, that was. One That's of my good. that was one of my favorite like Miller Park stories. I got a second one that uh, was uh, that is another one of my pieces of memorabilia here today. I've got a uh, signed baseball. 
uh, that same buddy then later on in his um, uh, well you know what I'm going to save this story okay. for later on. All right. I'll save this story for later on because it's going to come up later I've got, a, I've got a story that's um, not related to the stadium but I'm playing pool in my basement on Folsom Street with my buddy Troy and we got the Brewers on and Bob Euchre is doing the, the broadcast and the best I can tell is we were 13 or 14, which makes it the 81 or 82 season. And God knows why I remember this so well, but I do. Maybe at a younger age, I just thought that the drinking culture was kind of cool or whatnot. But <laughs> Bob Euchre says, and you know, it's just a game that <laughs> didn't mean a lick of shit. But he says, we have a break in the action. We have a fan line trolling on the warning track. <laughs> and I, re I remember those words like it was yesterday. My buddy were looking at each other. We weren't even, you know, we weren't even drinking at that age. But he goes on to say something like he's being attended to by Milwaukee County Sheriff's Deputy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and he goes on and he starts joking with whoever his assistant was. He describes how he saw this guy falling. And he hit his head, and he's concerned about him. And it was just like, we've got a fan line prone on the warning track. And it's like, <laughs> you know, as, oh, as, you get, as you get a little bit older, and you appreciate how it could have happened to you. And um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I know that could happen in other places, but it's just so perfect for yeah. yes. for, 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 for Milwaukee. And oh. then the two-fisted slopper, this is just a multi-game thing. And I don't know when they... Two-fisted slopper sounds like... Uh, Oh, <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Um, moving on. Bringing the green we were, um, we were um, <laughs> And I don't know when it stopped, but for you would expect this at every single Brewer game, but the big Jumbotron at County Stadium. Remember they yeah. got the Jumbotron? Yeah, it was somehow, a big deal. Somehow Little Dick Milwaukee had a really cool scoreboard and back 100 years ago. It was cool. Yep. And they actually had these graphics of this big doofus in a brewer hat holding two beers, and they'd be wobbling back and forth. And it would be like a PSA. It's like, don't let the two-fisted slopper wreck your fun here at Kelly Stadium. If the two-fisted slopper is affecting your enjoyment of the game, contact an usher. Milwaukee oh, County Sheriff's So, and, and you know, you look at that guy, it's like, yeah, that's perfect. What other stadium? Besides Milwaukee, they don't they don't talk about just a drunk being an asshole, right? right? They actually know that a lot of people have beers in each hand, and they're the two-fisted slopper, and it's just like, oh, so yes. perfect. So when I got old enough to, to drink, you know, of course, you did it just because. It's like, I'm two-fisted. So, I'm the two-fisted slopper. The two-fisted oh. slopper. Those oh, are, um, oh, yeah. That's good. All right. That's what I got. So, so my good brewer story involves... I don't know if you remember Chucky yeah. Carr. Is it another funeral? No. Okay. Chucky Carr. Bad. I mean, what do you do after that? I can't. No. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, Josh, that, that's tough to follow. Buddy. Sorry. I, so. No, great story. Thank you, Chucky Carr. Anyone remember Chucky Carr? No. Uh, is he the guy that was the subject of those doll uh, murder Halloween no. stories? No. Nope. Okay. Chuck Carr was. Oh, yeah. That's just Chucky. Chuck Carr was a was a center fielder for the for the Brewers for a while. Don't even come near the mic; it's fine. What what, what year? That's what she saw. Um, let's see, 1983, 1997. According to Wikipedia. Yes, I'm reading right off of Wikipedia right now. 
because who else will remember Chucky Carr? So he was a center fielder for the Brewers in 1997. <laughs> so this was in the uh, the scrap iron era. So imagine this with Phil Garner. Yeah. Okay. So he uh, he's in a 2-0 count, and he gets the take pitch from third base. I'm gonna guess he didn't take. He did not take. Okay. And he popped out to third base. Of course he did. So Phil Garner being did he point too? Did he like point to left field and call the shot? Probably not. Probably not. Popped up to third base. Phil Garner, being Phil Garner, confronts him in the dugout and says, "Dude, I gave you the take sign. You had two old count. You're supposed to take, and you popped up to third base." Chucky Carr replies, "That ain't Chucky's game." Oh yeah. Chucky hacks on zero and two. Is, is this? Oh my God! I just came back here. Is this is this like a TJ Rubley-ish? Uh Packers threw an interception. TJ probably. But Chucky Chucky hacks. Why Chucky don't I know hacks. this? Why don't I know this story? Chucky don't okay. take on two old. Again. Why does some of it ring true like a pawn? Again, two old count. He got Chucky the take he sign. Got the take he, sign he and up. he just hacked away. Chucky popped up the third base. Phil Garner. Confronts him in the dugout and says, "Dude, I gave you the fucking take sign." He replies. He didn't say he missed it. Nope. He, he acknowledged he, he got the take sign. He says that ain't <laughs> that ain't Chucky's game. <laughs> Chucky hacks on too old. <laughs> That's fantastic. Like he's Mike fucking Trout. No, and he referred to himself in the third person. Chucky hacks on two and old. What year? 1997. Do you remember it or is it just one of those things? No, I, I remember that story. I had to get the details See, I from the interwebs. I remember part of it, I couldn't come up with a name. I knew there was a guy. Yep, that's him. That's he was, Did he make another game? He was received? released shortly thereafter and never played another game in MOE. Yeah. I, Ever. I anywhere. Ever. Yeah. Done. Chucky. Chucky, don't take. <laughs> that, that is a great story. <laughs> that's right? That is so good. Hey, that ain't Chucky's game. <laughs> Can you imagine the hubris? You know, you know, had he come back to the dugout and played it, I missed a coach. I'm oh, sorry. Okay, sorry. I, the sign. Right. I, I thought I had it. It was there. I yep. called it. I even, no, I mean, you got to you gotta acknowledge right. the coach. You got to say you knew right. it. But. Right. Right. No. Well, I, oh, I, no. I missed oh, the pitch. I, it was right there. No, was, I saw it. That ain't Chucky's it game. It was in my wheelhouse. <laughs> I, I, just, I just missed. It was a bad swing. Yep. Nope. Chucky Carr. Chucky Carr. <laughs> by, 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 um, mm. by the next uh, podcast that's had an update on Chucky. <laughs> you should check in. I'm, I'm guessing it's going to be the same as it is now. Let's, we should give him a call. We should get a live, uh, live feed in. Live I mean, if we threw 50 bucks at Chucky Carr, that might be enough to get the story. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's not the dumbest thing ever. No, no, no. No, I like it. Maybe, no, throw, like maybe it. throw him 100 bucks Venmo. Yeah, right. He's probably dead, but that's, that's <laughs> yeah. saying if he's alive. Does Wikipedia yep. say if he's deceased or not? No, it didn't say. Okay, okay. here's a here's the project. I will assign myself. I the am Chucky the Carr. Chucky Carr outreach person. For All, right. All right. Try to find Chucky Carr. We just have to decide internally on a budget, but I think it's right. worth a decent amount to get the Chucky story. Oh, I, I like would I would throw in fifty bucks to oh, get easily. Chucky yep. Carr. Well, I'm on, in on for hundred. That's two hundred bucks minimum. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Any other? Um, best trades. Best trades. I think we can all agree that Christian Yelich's trade was probably the best trade. 
Might be one of the best trades in the history of all sports. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So if we're going to go outside. And if we got the best contract after right. the best trade. Right. Let's, let's go right. outside of Christian Yelich because yeah. I, I guarantee that. That's that, go outside of that's, yeah. that's top five I, I trade in history. I'm, I'm with Don Sutton, 1982, yeah. because oh, that's a good um, one. Yeah, he made he made the difference in the push, yes. and um, he was four and one in his short stint, and we were tied at game 161 with the Orioles in '82. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry about yeah. that. No, it's fine. We were we were tied with the Orioles at, at that. I mean, he was not the winner in 162, but his four and one record. I mean, it yep. doesn't go take a genius to see that we we would have been. On the outside looking in, so Don Don Sutton would be would be my guy. Yeah, I've I've got two other ones. My first one uh, is the CC CC yes. Sabathia. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Uh, Laporta, Brinson, Jackson. The only person out of that. That's not right. Right, Brent, Rob Bryson. Bryson, yeah. Bryson. Uh, the only person that made anything of himself in that trade was Michael Brantley. Michael Brantley, and he was and a throw-in. He was a throw-in. He was the player to be named later. Yeah. Uh, but CC Sabathia, what they wrote of him into the uh, the 08 uh, playoffs was phenomenal. I'll give you a chance before my next one. No, no, no. By, by all means, I, I would say about the Sabathia trade, I would equate that sort of to the um, the Cubs trade for Aroldis Chapman. Yes. Like, it doesn't matter what yeah, they gave did. up. Yep. It doesn't matter because of what you got in return. Now, right. so at that time, so that was you needed to make the, like that was that was the push you needed that yes. that that stud pitcher because right. Sheets was injured. Uh, was Giovanni Gallardo? Was no, he he, he, he came back. Back. I think he made his first start against the Phillies because he right. blew his ACL That's at right. the beginning yep, of the yep, year. Yep. So you needed that solid pitcher, and they pitched him every third game it, yeah like it, it wasn't five it wasn't he didn't get four days of rest and right it, it was one of those whatever you gave yeah, was he, good enough for the return and he maybe recorded one loss in the yeah. season and he hit a home run in a one nothing complete game a monster smash yeah that yeah we were hoping that we're gonna keep him in Milwaukee because he liked to bat and yep that obviously didn't happen but a bajillion dollars yep yeah, yeah. Um, that that was second on my list only because I knew it would get called as as, yep. as first and and the other the one that I named that was before my time and I'm stepping out of my comfort zone was they got Gorman Thomas Gorman Thomas for cash yes yep. cash because yep. they traded him to the they drafted him traded him to the Rangers yes. and brought him back for cash yes that was it so I so based maybe, on maybe not a maybe not a bigger true brewer i mean we got a relatively short history when you go back to 1970 but i don't think there's a player that fits milwaukee better than garment thomas right. right and he's still running a barbecue shack in in the ballpark yep it, yeah i got another trade okay. uh, and that was the uh leading your uh hated player out of milwaukee with mike fires uh, Carlos Gomez and Mike Fires yeah, out to the Astros, yeah. getting Hader, Adrian Hauser, uh, uh, Brett Phillips, and uh, Carlos Santana. Mm-hmm. Carlos Santana. Domingo. Domingo Santana. Yeah, that was a good one too. That that was another yeah. trade where where Hader alone for the Gomez Fires thing, just based oh on God, what yes. he's produced. I know Fires threw a no hitter and right, so be right. it, but I I want to believe that that was aided by the Astros cheating. So. Um, you know, I was at an Astro game during the year of the cheat. Really? My daughter in 17, you know, it was Astros versus uh, Yankees. 
and we were 10 feet away from Aaron Judge, who took the day off. And oh, shit. It was, nice. got, got a great picture, but uh, yeah, it was, yeah, it was a year, and, and if you're wondering, no no discernible thing banging <laughs> on a trash can. But, but let, me, let me tell you, this game that was wasn't, wasn't unexpected. That was, um, in the world of sports, cheating. Um, I haven't heard of anything worse. I saw so, so little remorse and so oh, little. God. It's one thing, right. it, it's caught red-handed, and we all know, you know, Altuve when he came around and the don't, you know, whatever. Right. It's like, listen, that's not definitive, probably enough to throw in someone in prison for 30 years, proof beyond a reasonable doubt. But when you know everything that you know mm -hmm. and the the whole I'm just modest story with Altuve, and it's a bunch of bullshit. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, I lost, uh, it, 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 it crossed every boundary. Right. My hatred for Jose Altuve has reached to the point where I'm in season 20, 25 of my MLB The Show character, and I'm a starting pitcher. And no matter what team Jose Altuve is on, throw I throw at his head. Yeah. You know you know what? It's easy because Jose Altuve is like two foot six. It's easy to just think about, oh, my God, he's that size and he achieved. And you know what he does. Right. And the guy didn't have to do what he did. I mean, he's an incredibly talented person. Right. But the, you know, Hinch and all that, it's like, you, you, you son of a bitches, you really, it was, it was really bad. Yeah. It was really bad. And, it, and, and like I said before, it crossed all boundaries of what was acceptable. Right. When I you agree. start, no, nobody, nobody 30 years ago when the unwritten rules of baseball even thought about what they were doing. Cam but it, but it was, it was bad. It was really bad. Cameras in the outfield to pick up the signal yeah, inside of the dugout to smash and, 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 hey, listen. It did make a difference. It did. And of it course made a difference. It, did. it made a difference. Of course and it, it did. And it may have, and it may well have meant the difference for the championship. Yeah. Well, you, can't look at, you don't get that back. You can't look at their team statistics. Oh, and my not, God. When they're the worst. Oh, the splits. When they're, are, when they're yeah. the, like, the undeniable top three worst in the league in strikeout rates. Right. And then that season, they're in the top three. Yeah. And number one at home. You can't make that shit up. These, right. these, these major league hitters are so incredibly good that knowing the pitch, I mean, that's yes. to be honest, it means everything. Yes. yes. And 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 here's the the little like personal level that it hits. And on. they didn't do it with every batter at every time because you couldn't do it. You can't bang. Right. Right. You, you you still pick your spots, but right. right. So my my kid, you guys both know my my youngest, Jack, who's yep. a short little dude and just loves baseball to death. Absolutely loves it. So before that all broke, we would always point it because he'd always say, "I, I'm, I'm too short. I'm, I'm too well, short." Was a guy, right? He was a guy. We, we, bo yes. we bought him a yes. uh, Astros oh. jersey shirt, oh. Altuve on Altuve, it. Yeah, yep, pick. absolutely. Like, hey, no, Jack, you can't because he does it. And he as does it great. He's a good. Yeah. Yep. Then I he does know. it. And I bought my wife a uh, George Springer I jersey. Them. I love so many. Guys, right, because yeah. she thought he was dreamy. I'm like, oh, it'd be a nice, you know. And she needed an actual male role model in her life. No argument there. Right. He's probably got a big wiener. Oh, I'm sure he does. Bigger than mine. Well, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. There's a big cock on Wisconsin Ivy. Oh, God. Anyway. Well, have to be that way. I don't know. I don't know. That's, yeah. And it's special. But, <laughs> yes, yeah, so now we have to explain to Jack right, why yes. we took away that shirt 
And and you know, God bless you know. Good job, Jack. Every time he sees that, yeah, cheaters. Yeah, they're terrible. Yes. Well, good for Jack. Good for him. Oh, but I'm guessing w- that's mom and dad probably. So, yes, right. But again, then there's that but, short but you, little but, guy. But, you but, then, but then you get that, yeah, you get that concept of that short little guy can do it. Oh, wait, he only did it because he yeah. cheated. And that's oh. not the only reason he did it because he was going to do it without. Right. It's, yeah. it's the Roger Clemens, Hall of Famer without. Right. Barry Bonds, one of the best without. And oh, by the way, you're Ryan Braun. A Hall of Fame yes. player without who's not going to see the He's Hall of Fame now. Nowhere close. But, but here's the difference between Ryan Braun and so many of the other people. You don't have to go out and admit it. 95% have just kind of locked down, and, and I get it, and maybe we do the same thing. But what Ryan Braun did was in the very small percentile. He went out and he blamed um, a, a completely innocent person. And right. even though he has acknowledged it, he never made it right. And I will right. never, ever, ever respect someone that threw an innocent person under the bus. Yeah. I would just as soon say, plead the fifth, then screw you. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And again, that poor guy. Right. Oh, by the way, got death threats from people in Milwaukee oh, because they believe Ryan Braun. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Um, one interesting tidbit. Do you guys remember Trent Durrington? Yeah, I, I remember the name. Yes. Remember him. Okay. Yes. He was a utility guy, played, yep. you know, a, had a cup of coffee with the Brewers. You just saying that? Justin no, no, I not? remember the name. Durrington during during sticks out. Yep, he's uh, Australian. Yes, yes, because uh, uh, Dave Nielsen was the other Australian player that played for the Brewers, and Durrington was the I get so player. sick of Australians in baseball, they're like taking over. <laughs> Trent Durrington was the first Major League Baseball player ever named Trent. You know what? I think we talked about this. You week. are kidding yes. me. Nope. I think we talked about this. Nope. Because uh, 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 One Trent, year. Yes. He, oh, look. Because uh, Trent, amazing. Trent Gershon was number two. Yep. yep. That is amazing. Both Trents were Milwaukee Brewers. Yep. Oh, yep. my God. Have we had a three, four, and five since then? Uh, oh, I don't well, know. I don't know if Trent Durrington or uh, Trent Grisham was, was the second. Then no. I mean, it's fairly modern. Can, right? can yeah. I bring something back to this best trade thing? Uh, Josh Hader, this trade in two thousand eight or uh, two thousand fifteen with Josh Hader. Mm-hmm. Only in twenty twenty is Josh Hader making more than a million dollars a season. Prior to twenty twenty, Josh Hader had contracts that were less than a half a million dollars a year. Josh Hader signed a one-year contract in arbitration or pre-arbitration with Milwaukee Brewers for four million dollars. Oh Prior to that, he was making less than a half a million dollars a year. That's um, crazy. That's the economics of baseball, and that is why Kyler Murray said, "No, nah, I'm going to go play football right. instead of baseball because I have to play." You, you six have to play solid, six seasons before six you get to be a Padre. Was Oakland A's. Oakland A's. Yeah. Oakland A's. Yeah. Yep. Kyler Murray was uh, the first, yeah. the first round pick for the A's. Yep. Good He's going to make I, I, I a ton more money. Especially, why? Why especially in today's world of how quarterbacks are protected, he yes. can't go into this and say I'm going to have the shit beat out of me because they don't want him. Well, even as a top three draft pick, you're guaranteed. Thirteen or fourteen million dollars. Yeah. Does, Ky- does Kyler Murray want, want want to be in AAA for a while? No, no. Kyler Murray doesn't want to play 
for $25,000 a year in double A. With even, no guarantee. With no guarantee. No guarantee. Ever gonna make so Kyler play. Murray has a couple 250 years. Right. No. Right. right. No. You got to go football. get the football. You got to go football. Baseball is the worst sport to be drafted in. Oh. Unless you know, down. unless you're a four-year college athlete who ripped it apart and, and you're a, a, a highly touted pitcher in college where you're going to get your shot in majors within a year or two. Right. There is no incentive to play baseball if you're good at a different right. sport. Yeah, because there is, hockey is probably 300,000 people behind you right. that are just barely... But you're a first-round draft pick for the NFL, and you're a millionaire. Yep. Oh, by the way, by, by the way, you're targeted by every minor league pitcher. I'll fucking show you, Kyler. Right. You know, and, right. And there is that, too. Oh, yes. There is that. Yep. Um, sorry, on to worst Bruce trades. Divis? No, worst or trades. Worst trades? Worst trades, then Bruce Divis. Okay. Let's Ooh. keep in the trade thing first. Well, after refill. Uh, I don't. Yeah, you haven't really touched it. Do you want me to discuss my worst trade then? Why because I got a story yeah, behind this. Go ahead. So, my worst trade occurred in 2006. And that is the trade in which the... Uh, Brewers and Rangers reached an accord, and the Brewers received Kevin Mensch, Francisco oh Cordero, Lance Nix, and Julian Cordero. All Wall of Fame Brewer candidates. <laughs> Incredible history there. All of them, this trade occurred in 2006. None of them were on the roster past 2008. Uh, for Carlos Lee, who wasn't going to signed with the Brewers beyond the end of the year anyway. He was in the last year of his contract. Okay, he wasn't going to re-sign. But they also added Nelson Cruz. Nelson Cruz. Yep. So Nelson Cruz brings up a personal story for me. Uh, the buddy that I would go to these high school uh, baseball games, or the high school games with all the time in Milwaukee, uh, he, in his course of college, uh, signed as a an intern with the Iowa Cubs, hmm. which I made fun of him relentlessly for because he was a part of the Cubs organization. Right. Sure. But uh, as a part of that, they played the National Sounds, which was the AAA affiliate of the Milwaukee Brewers. Right. So in uh, May of 2006, I spent a weekend down in Des Moines, Iowa, and as a part of that, the Milwaukee Brewers farm team the Nashville Sounds, played a four-game series in Iowa. So I went to the May 28th game against them. And, of course... May 28th, you're getting yeah, specific. Yeah, I was very specific. <laughs> and I, I verified the dates. and So yeah. the, the the Nashville Sounds lost. But so so my buddy had to stick around and do post-game stuff as his internship job. So he told me where to go so I could go meet... Nashville Sounds players as they left the stadium yeah. and got on the bus or whatever. And part of that, I got to meet uh, Ben Hendrickson, who was a highly touted prospect for the Brewers, but mm -hmm. uh, at this time had proven that he was a worth of shit in the majors and he couldn't perform. So they dumped him down in AAA and hoped that he could get his game back. I had this baseball that my buddy gave me, and I had him sign this ball. Well, the next person out of the dugout going, or next person out of the, the clubhouse going into the, the bus back to the, um, wherever they were going. Hotel, yeah. The hotel. Well, it wasn't, yeah, it was the hotel. Uh, the next guy that came out, I looked at him, like, I know this guy because he hit a home run in this game. And 
it was Nelson Cruz. Oh. So Nelson Cruz comes out and uh, signs this baseball. And luckily, he signed it above uh, Mr. Hendricks. <laughs> Nelson Cruz went on to hit 401 as of today because right. he's still active. Uh, 401 home runs. He's got a 277 career batting average with a 37.9 wins against a replacement oh, uh-huh. in his 15 seasons oh. in MLB, which is borderline Hall of Fame statistics. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the, Brewers, mm-hmm. the Brewers traded him as an add-in to this Carlos Lee trade in which nobody played for the team two fucking years after the trade occurred. I've got his autograph on this ball to remind me of what could have been. <laughs> The Brewers could have had a cornerstone outfielder for, even if he played for five seasons with the Brewers before signing a massive contract somewhere else, he would have had one-third of his 401 home runs at Miller Park. But On the short porch of Miller with Park. With the short porch. So he could, have, he could have easily had 420 home runs yeah. in his career at this point yeah. and be pushing 500 home runs by the end of his career. I mean, I, I get that he's 38, 30 years, not, 39 years old right now and playing for uh, the Minnesota Twinkies, but yeah, he hit 400 home runs in his career. He's got borderline yeah. Hall of Fame statistics. That's a rough trade. And he got traded away for Kevin Mensch, Francisco Cordero, Lance Nix, and Julian Cordero. Oh. I think we all have a Kevin Mensch jersey, right? <laughs> oh. Menchie. Mensch. Oh. How many times did you yell that? Oh. You know what? That was a really good, uh, oh, good summary. It yeah. so much. Yeah. You got a worse trade, Trev? Just um, losing Gorman Thomas. You know, this is, it goes back to my old bastard days. You guys are so much sharper than I am, but... <laughs> But it's more of a Gorman was Milwaukee, and that's not, mm-hmm. you know, I don't understand the business analytics of it, but um, you just hate to, to lose somebody like that. So um, at risk of sounding like an even bigger idiot, I'll, I'll defer. All right. So And it is on several lists of worst brewer trades. Yes. yes. Oh, and yeah, it's not, it is. Um, yeah, I'm, no. I'm not, but I'm, and, but I'm with them, yeah. And even as a younger Brewers fan, Look at his hair and his mustache. I've for got God's a Sorman Gorman Thomas bobblehead in him wearing a starship. There's one over there. Well, I don't see, know. Mine's you know in what? a Star Trooper. You've got, uh, you've got Star Wars. Thing. You've got two people that embody Brewer history mm-hmm. to the fullest, and it's Norman Thomas and Peter Bukovic. Oh, yes. And both of them. Are just absolutely perfect. They, they, um, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to think of guys that came on 15, 20 years later, and you're not supposed to, right? You're just, you know, times change. Yep. And, yep. and um, you know, you take like a, like a, you know, Gorman Thomas and Pete Vukovic and your Ryan Bronze, and, you know, every once in a while you get that throwback guy, and it's a, Yep. You know, those times are gone. I, I do understand yes. that. Mm-hmm. Right. I do understand that. And but at the time when Norman was gone, he wasn't gone for lack of performance. I'm not going to pretend to understand the minutia. There were likely some business decisions that came into play that made mm-hmm. sense and whatnot. But, uh, boy, mm. you, you you do lose something with the fans when you, when you oh, let yeah. a guy go right. like that. Yep. And, you know, Vukovic's main claim to fame. What he's remembered for. Which Cy Young? Nope. 
what most people remember him for, but they don't know that he's remembered for. This is how's your wife and my kids? What? How's your wife and my kids? No. Clue Haywood. Oh, let's hear this. Major League. Clue Haywood. Okay. You remember Major League, the movie? Yeah. yeah. Clue Haywood. Yeah. I, the yeah. slugger for the Yankees. His first name was Clue. Yeah. Holy shit. That's Pete Bukovic. Seriously. Didn't know that. Yeah. Really? Yes. How's your wife and my kids? Yes, that's Pete Bukovic. The catcher. Look it up. Look I believe it. you. That's Pete Bukovic. I had no idea. He yes. was the actor in that. Yes. Yep. Really? Yes. He no leads way. the he leads the league in most offensive categories, including nose hair. Right. No That's way. Pete Vukovic. I don't believe that. Pete. All right. I'm going to wait here and just talk Vukovic. and kill time Oops. while you confirm that Pete Vukovic was Clue Haywood. I am DB. The am DB. dirty slugger with lots of nose hair from Major League. That was Pete. Vukovic. Pete Vukovic played Haywood in uh, Major League in 1989. How's your wife and my kids? That's Pete Vukovic. One of the greatest, like, just burn lines to walk into a batter's box and, how's your wife and my kids? Delivered perfectly by Pete Vukovic. Yep. Why are we just learning that now, Justin? I, I am extremely disappointed in the both of you for not knowing that that was Pete Bukovic. Well, we his... don't. You know, we rub our noses in it. Say it four more times. We're not going to feel any better. As <laughs> you chow down on a soft no, taco. So I have to. I have to go back on something where I said I didn't trust vegetarians, <laughs> and I forgot that you are a vegetarian. Not right now. Not right now. <laughs> You were though, mm. like recently. Cow like, is delicious. Oh, whatever. Let's move on. <laughs> My God, I've I've hit I. There's this. I felt bad about it for the last like hour and a half. <laughs> and it. and then you're not there. This <laughs> you know about this. He's not gonna listen to this, right? No, uh, no last names. <laughs> yeah, we don't know if that Sloggy's a last name. He could be a first name. <laughs> What kind of name is Schlager? That sounds, it could be a nickname. That, that sounds like a part of the boat. Well, it's, it's, like, it's like the transom. It's just Schlager. It's a nickname. Does that guy know about this? Oh, my God. Let's just move on. Anyway, how did you guys not know that? That's really sad. How right? long ago would this vegetarian thing stop? You know. Well, I need to know this because it's, it's racking my brain right now. I don't know. We're really, we're really getting away right has it, now. Has it been more than a year? Has it been since the office thing at your house? Because I thought you were still on that. I was at that time. Okay. That's all that matters is that okay. you were still but on it at the office. Where are we at? I, uh, anyway, my... We are past the worst trade. Can I talk about my worst trade? I mean, talk about my worst trade. Yes. By all means. Hold on. I'll pause and let Travis eat his cow. No, that looks like a chicken. Whatever. I don't know where we left off. Where are we now? Really by the way, just so, by the way, like the brewery, breweries, and Brewstavus. Oh, Brewstavus. I've got one for each. So, so we, we did the worst trades. Yet. I haven't done my worst trade yet. Oh, I'm I sort of assume. Fine, I'll, 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 I'll do it quick. Um, yeah. Greg Vaughn. Are we on? Yes. Yep. Greg Vaughn got traded to San Diego for Bryce Flory, 
Mark Newfield and Ron Newfield, Bologna. Newfield, Newfield, Newfield. How uh, was Greg Vaughn going to sign elsewhere at this time? It was doesn't he, matter. He was hitting like 30-some home runs, and we got three great, great prospects, air quotes, because you can't see them. We got nothing out of that. Absolutely nothing out of that. So yeah. Vaughn was good at the time. He struck out a lot, but yeah. But we got nothing out of that. Anyway, are we going on to Brustavis? Yes. Bruce right. Tavis. explain what that Let's is? Let's explain Bruce Tavis. All right. Travis, explain Bruce Tavis. Everybody's seen Seinfeld with the Festivus, hearing the grievances. and I um, just came up with the name. It fits Bruce Tavis, right? So I'm going to yep. lead off with this. This has pissed me off for 18 years, and I've shared it. And I hope we have an audience of more than six people when the goddamn 2002 All-Star Game ended in a tie. And the knee-jerk reaction was, oh my God, the world is coming to a fucking end. And Bud Seeley, who I do not have a hatred for like a lot of people, I don't think he's quite the goon that a lot of people think, decided that we are going to change it. Instead of just saying, oh, by the way, I will tell you that the All-Star Game could end in a tie. You know what? The All-Star Game could end after six fucking innings. You know why? Because it's an exhibition game. Yes. When that game all of a sudden had meaning, which means the winning (laughs) team would have the playoff advantage and and home field advantage in the World Series, it was an absolute travesty. You know what the bigger travesty was? Not enough people noticed how big of a fucking travesty it was. Because you could have a all-star from a team that won 50 games have a walk-off win that gave the advantage to, let's just say that you have a team that had 106 wins during the regular season and a a, um, wild card card team team. that came in with 89 wins and, and... you could have home field advantage in the goddamn World Series because of an exhibition game. It defied all baseball logic. It defied everything. I agree. Here's what could have happened. Number one, I don't think you probably envisioned what happened in 2002. You could have had the forethought to say, oh, it could happen. Games end in a tie. It happens quite a bit, actually, during the course of a year. A lot of games go to extra innings. What do we do with extra innings? Because we have players, we have pitchers, we have these people that are during the middle of the season. You don't want to, you have preset rules. You don't have to, the umpire doesn't have to go to the commissioner who's in the role one and say, what do we do, Mr. Commissioner? God forbid, you. how didn't you forecast this? And then, because, number one, why is there an uproar? Why can't the All-Star game end in a tie? Who gives a flying fuck, right? So the reaction is this time it matters. So you you have this overkill reaction, and I'll tell you what it happened. It went until 2016, I believe. I think it was a 14-year thing. And no, I'm not smart enough to tell you what team it may or may not have affected. I should have that answer. I will admit that. But the reality is the rule itself could have and maybe fucked over teams. Stupidest thing in the history of sports. I'm done. Okay, let me add to that for a minute. Not only did they say that the winner of the All-Star Game gets home field advantage, but they didn't change the rule that said every team has to have an All-Star. Uh, I yes! Know. Yes! I know! That, that would have made a little, 
a little more sense. You, the best players of your conference are playing. For right, this. but he said we have to take someone from the, the league. What, whatever the the Padres or the, the well, whoever was horrible. And, and, you, might, and you might have a play. well, but you might have a really really good Marlin or whatever. But the whole rule of every team needs to represent bullshit. Yes, bullshit. That's nonsense. Utter nonsense. Yep. I agree. Good you call. can have a really good team that might only have one because they're so well-rounded, but they don't have a superstar. Yep. Yes. All right. Well, that's... I can't tell you. That is the most bothersome thing that happened in the history of sports for me. I just... I, I agree. For, you know what? And it's on Bud Seeley again. Just... Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, yep. my God. Yep. Fair enough. Time. Fair enough. So my my... I guess grievance that I'm airing now is now that there's uh, instant replay in baseball. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I'm not a, I'm not opposed to instant replay. Yeah, I, I I like when they get the call right. What I, what bothers me like crazy and and Javi Baez again going back to him is the biggest offender of this is when it's a close play and the player pops up and points at the dugout. Goes hey yeah yep challenge yeah. Ch- ch- no, right. no, no, no. The they know it's a close play. You don't have to like start pointing and saying right. challenge. And, 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 and you know what else that is? It actually works against your team because umpires are human too. Yes. And after a while, when you wear them down, it's like you know what, asshole. Yeah, it does. Right. Because and Javi Baez does it every single time. He Javi gets... Baez is a major. Rick, and he's oh, yeah. a defender in that. Yes, because every time he gets like thrown on it at second base trying to steal, or he misses his flop tag, that thing that he does, it's, he it's always a, just... It's a little bit with the Chris Carter with the throw the penalty throw the flag. flag thing, whatever. Yes. Because because in his world, he's never been thrown out. Chris Carter's never not been you know interfered with by a cornerback. Right. It's just, you know, it gets old after a while. Yep. Wolf. It's like your team knows that they're watching the game. Yes. Behave like a gentleman. Yeah, you don't have to like call to the dugout to make make the call. Because how right. many times have you seen them and they say, "Yep, go, go." Oh, go, by the way, how, how often are you wrong? And you see, and you see that with in and out of bounce calls and, and other you know yep. in the NFL. Because you always you always think you're safe. Yep. Oh, yeah. I beat that. Well, actually, maybe well, he as didn't. it turns out, yeah. yeah. Don't don't count on the people that are closest to the play because they're involved in it. And here's they're, the reality: the they have a dog in the fight. Where the umpire in real time has a very difficult job, but they do see the two things colliding. You as a player, you might have the I touch the base just before the touch or whatever. You have that, but you do just have the perspective of one one side of it. Right. Yeah. So you don't have to pop up and point because mm-hmm. they're they're already checking whether you point or not. So I, I can't agree more. Yeah. Justin, my turn. Yep. Uh, my biggest gripe in Could sports. Could you please call it Brustavis? My Brustavis uh, errands of grievance airing of grievances. Uh, how is Angel Hernandez still employed by oh, Major League Baseball? Oh, Jesus. If, Thank you. If I, Thank you. If I sucked as much as he did at my job, I would have been fired a long time ago. Well. How is Angel Hernandez still employed? Do you know why he's employed? Well, because he's got a lawsuit against MLB. He's a union, and he played that card. Yeah. Yes, he played that card. Yeah. 
And have you seen Angel Hernandez? Who was it that was in the Wrigley Field who called him out during the... Uh, Steve of Mike, uh, Steve of Michael. Yes. yes. Steve of Michael. And Eddie Starr. Former Chicago yes. Bear. And, and he got tossed out from the Brother of Westbrook. He, he, he got thrown out of the stadium, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which was great. Yep. Who is the Jamaican umpire that is consistently rated the absolute worst? If you name his name, I'll name him. Oh. Okay. How about Joe West? Oh, come yes. on. Yes. Joe, Joe West. West. Joe West. He's a current umpire as we speak. Yes. And I don't think it was more than five years ago, probably less, that he made some comments that went to the he made an ejection decision because of personality, which would have had any of us fired for whatever. Right. There, there's a name, but. But Angel Hernandez is absolutely dog shit awful. He's consistently worst. worst with balls and strikes. Yeah. Counts. Do you remember the the Corey Knable game? Oh. Yes. The yes. Corey Knable game when it was like one and two. Yes. And he grooved a ball. Yes. About three inches into the plate. Yes. But but he misses spot. Angel Hernandez is is notorious. If you miss if your you spot. If you miss your spot, it's a ball. Right. Even if it's in the middle of a fucking plate, if you miss your spot, it's a ball. Yep. C.B. Buckner. C.B. Buckner. Thank you. Yes. Yep. He is a C.B. Buckner. Where is he from? He has been, he was born in Savannah, Lamar, Jamaica in 1962. Awful. Just yeah. Awful. I've watched some of those bad umpiring videos. Oh, and here's what comes so here's what comes up with all of them. CB Buckner, Angel Hernandez, and Joe West. But yeah. Joe West more for his attitude right. than his yes. actual yep. Joe West will actually call a game fairly. He easy. does, he does. And he's been around a hundred years and yes. whatever. But Joe West wants to be more of the show. Right. Than Angel so, Hernandez is just a gigantic. Dude you can't, but but see that 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 diminishes the credibility of everything. Where yes, in in Major League Baseball, as a player, there are rules set forth. They're not official rules, but you will be out of the league. Whether they have to pay you or not, you will not be in a roster. Well, the umpires don't have the same rules. Yep. In the, in the NFL, at the end of the day, if you can't play, you will not be on the field. And with those contracts, it's different. But those officials that are consistently, not just I've had a few old shits, but consistently rated the worst crews right. or the crews that call the most penalties or whatever, they're not no mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's a tough thing. And Angel Hernandez is, is dog worst. shit awful. Worst. Awful. That's my Good, great, great one. That's that was cool. wonderful, Justin. Yeah, good work. Thank you. I aired that grievance. So good grievance. That was a great grievance. I think we're on to... Uh, Brewery. You want to leave this in, Travis? Travis. Breweries. So, you have checking <laughs> with the wife? And check oh, with no, wife. no. I, I actually thought it was baseball. I've got a great story here. Breweries. And, uh, Explain what breweries is. Breweries. Thank you. So it's drinking memories. It's brew. That's our name, right? Mm -hmm. Memories, breweries. It's cute as shit. I think so. I'm proud of myself. I was driving over here. I thought of a grand total of four hours ago. Instead <laughs> of memories, it's gonna be breweries. Mm -hmm. Yes, I know you do. I've got a wonderful story. And what this is is this is 
any drinking related story that you are either part of or familiar with or you've got firsthand this absolutely happened knowledge. It cannot involve injury, it cannot involve drinking and driving or anything stupid and none of them should anyway. Right. This one is fantastic and I was knee deep in I'm I'm kind of proud of it. And you know as I grow older you become prouder of sillier stuff, right? So my good friend Troy and Denny, I might have mentioned him earlier, we make our way down to Canton Akron Airport. Have you ever heard of it? Akron nope. Canton Ohio. Yeah, Canton, Ohio. So so Akron, yeah, so Akron has an airport and you've probably heard of the very popular route of Milwaukee to Canton Akron Airport, you know, like a forty five minute flight or whatever. Traveled many times. Oh, we all have, right? Yes. So we're going to go down to Canton, Ohio, because we're going to go to the Hall of Fame, right? Yes. So I'm going to skip over some of the stuff, but Denny, Denny's like a dad to me, right? And we've heard him, and he's going to be a he's going to be a guest here, sure as shit. Probably next one, because I'll <laughs> tell him he has to, and he'll do it. But um, uh, we're going through we're going through TSA. This is like 2014 or whatever, and you know, well past 9/11, well past different, a lot of different rules. And Denny goes through, and he's got a big aerosol can of hairspray, you know, the old fashioned chef, <laughs> and a and a and an economy size of scope mouthwash, <laughs> and he gets it seized, and we do, and and you know, again, he's kind of like, what? What's this all about? You gotta kind of hear his voice. And, Sir, you know, we can whatever. And, ah, it's all right. So we get through the gate, and Troy and I, my my buddy, who's, you know, 46, 47 at the time, and we start giving Denny shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ, have you, when's the last time you traveled? 1960? You can't, you can't take aerosol cans and Jesus Christ, mouthwash, where do you even buy stuff like that? And so we're giving him shit. He had it seized at the airport. So we have this trip, and we're in. We do the Hall of Fame and we do other stuff and uh, and so as you might imagine, we're giving Denny shit. You know, hey, you prepping for the flight home? <laughs> you know, it's, it's gonna be quite an adventure with your, you know, your goddamn Sam's Club size hairspray and whatever. <laughs> so we're um we're in at this. We're at Fiddle Six Billiards. You can look it up. Right in Canton, Ohio. It's about four blocks from whatever. And that's where we set up shop. You know, our hotel's right there. We walked. We did Uber and stuff like that. And so we get about four hours before we have to get to the airport. So what do we do? Starting at 11 in the morning, we, we start throwing Bacardi's down. Oh, Jesus. And mm -hmm. my buddy Troy, he got the idea. He says, you want to fuck with the old man? And I'm oh, like, well, oh, yeah, well, what are, you, what are you going with? So we hatched this plan. So I faked getting a uh, cell phone call from my wife. And I run out, well, Fiddle Six Billiards part of kind of a strip mall. And amongst other things, they have a Dollar General in it. And <laughs> ah, Danny took it to Amy, yeah, whatever. And he, oh, okay. We go. <laughs> so I put a, uh, put a uh, economy size fake scope mouthwash in his carry on baggage. And um, come back with that. You know, buy it, tuck it in his stuff, which is in the bar, and you see where we're going here, right? <laughs> and so it's like, ah, shit, you know, should we really do this? He's drunk. He's going to say something stupid. He's going to say it's not his. <laughs> and so we're sitting at the bar, and, you know, we did this when Denny took a pee, you know, and I'm just like, hey, is everything okay with me? Ah, fine, Denny, or whatever. So he goes, and so we, we're throw two more, three more drinks down. I'm like, son of a 
and we're putting some shit in his luggage. He's going to say something dumb. Maybe he doesn't say anything dumb. I still work where I worked at the time. And it's like, what the hell if he says, that ain't mine. I didn't put that in my bag. And we shut down the whole fucking time for the TSA. <laughs> so we're going through there, and I'm recording, and I'm on. God, we're, 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 we're 50 yards from TSA, and I'm halfway thinking, I'm going to call this off. I'm going to tell him we planted shit in his bags and whatnot. So I go through first, and I'm recording it. Uh, by the way, a phone I've since lost, filmed Lake Eau Claire. Shocking. Shocking. You so have, we're, you we're going, we're going through, and I look back, and here comes this big economy-sized fake scope because it was an off-brand. And Danny did just what I goddamn feared. I'm like, fuck! He goes, where'd that come from? <laughs> the TSA guy says, your bags are, that's not mine, that's a plant. That's oh, a plant. No. And he looks at us, and he's smiling, and I'm standing there, and I'm like, thinking, fuck, you know, how's this guy going to react? Is he going to be okay about it and just take the mouthwash and go on? <laughs> Is he going to put down the goddamn gates that says we've got somebody that put something in somebody else's oh, luggage? Because you could do that, right? And I'm, and I'm nervous. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a 2-5 I'm a for sure. <laughs> and, and I'm worried. And I'm worried because at a 2-5 you shouldn't worry. But yeah. I'm like, son of a bitch, why do we do this, you know? And not knowing pissed at Denny because he's not playing along, but we're fucking with him, so should he play along? And all these things, uh, and he looks at me, and all he did is he took the mouthwash, and he... Now, keep in mind, we had matching t-shirts as a honey badger, don't care. Oh, oh with God. With the collar. And Denny's 65 at the time, he's 72 now, or whatever. And so we go through, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, Denny, really? He goes, well, what? I said, did you have to say it was a plant? They, you know we were fucking with you, right? Why did you have to say it was a plant? <laughs> goes, you know what? If you don't put it in my bag, you don't have a problem. And I'm like, how do I answer that? How do I answer that? right. How do I say, yes. you know, I'm like, you know what? You know what? God damn it, Denny. You know, that's what it is. So, so we got through there, and I had this tremendous sense of relief because, I mean, listen, if they had just said, oh, time out, whatever, and before you know it, we're being interviewed by the feds, and oh, Jesus. it never happened, and and it was a, it was a good-natured thing, but to this day, Denny thought that was the right thing to, to yell. It was a plant. <laughs> it was a plant. It was, it was a, a plant. plant. It was a plant. And, uh, Excuse me, TSA, you are the most liberal law enforcement agency in the country. This shouldn't be in here. Well, because at the end of the day, I mean, he said what he said, and that probably should have sparked a little bit of a something. But it did. <laughs> well, <yeah. laughs> we were good. So that's my... But you're in Canton, Ohio. So that's my, my brewer's story, as you may imagine. I have yeah. more, but we're going we're gonna to move on. Mm. All right. I have only... Remember, brewery memories. Brewery memories. memories. I have only one more. It's really not a, not a brewery memory. It's more of a trivia kind of thing. Okay, so in your mom, no, 2008, Carlos Zambrano threw a no threw a no hitter against the Houston Astros. With six fingers, made no sense. Where did he throw it at? Where, where, where does this, where's this a drinking memory? It's really not. It happened in. We have to have a drinking memory. That's what breweries is. Oh fuck! It happened at Miller Park. Josh, it happened at Miller Park. 
Well, thanks, Justin. That was boring. All right. All right. So, way back in the day, um, if you don't have one, save it for next time. Don't no. try to recreate something. No, I've got. Some. Hold on. Can I tell my story first? Go ahead. Why? Well, yeah, it'll give you more time, Josh. I got this information sprung on me at the last moment, and all of the drinking memories that I can think of, I cannot adequately speak of until either I'm retired or those individuals are retired. So I have to pass. All right. Fine. Until I have some time that I can think about it. Oh, that's weak. That's weak sauce. Anyway, so I was at I was a, saying I was just giving you a couple extra like seconds to think mm, of something. Anyway, I was at a I was at a training and uh, just drove. Oh, hold on. No, I, no, no, I no, want to do the training. No, let no, 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 no. Yeah, you. let me go. Let no, let him go. This is, you're gonna tell my story. Yes, because let I was I was front. I was no. I can adequately tell this because I was most more sober than you were. This is what I was hoping for. Because this was, uh, you can tell the other half with Josh and Josh's friends. Fine, go ahead. If you want to, but after we we were at a conference, a training seminar, and uh, at one point, Josh said he would do something to our waitress. I don't know if he wants to speak of that himself. Oh, we're not going to talk about that. (laughs) If if he wants to speak of what he would have done to his wait to the waitress and she that she was right behind him when he sat it. <laughs> anyway. So so afterward we we had all got we had all consumed a large amount of alcoholic beverages. There yeah, there was a lot. I almost got into a fight with somebody because of trivia. And he reminded me of a co-worker. And then, <laughs> so we get back, we get back to the hotel and I get into the room because I apparently got into the room like a couple minutes ahead of, of Josh. Josh tries to get in this room and by statements of people that were outside with him, uh, he was trying to enter our hotel room with an Herberts and Gerberts uh, loyalty card. Reward card. <laughs> yes. This apparently was not, work. <laughs> this was not acceptable forms of getting into our hotel room. <laughs> so after he found the actual hotel room key to get into the room. I got he, in. I did fine. He did get in yep. and, and he went into his bed. Later on in the evening, well, this was early morning at yeah, this time. I get woken up to a frantic, like, flipping of sheets and stuff and all of a sudden i see josh sprinting out in front of me i don't know what's going on other than i see this figure of josh sprinting through the hotel room and out the door you don't know what happened after that i have no idea what the hell happens after that except i get informed later josh josh where did you go well i really had to pee right you had you had to pee yeah so i for some reason, decided to bypass the bathroom that was right in our hotel room. We had a bathroom, had a bathroom. in the hotel room. Yep. We, you didn't have to leave our room. No. There was a bathroom in it. Yep, yep. Okay. Sprinted right so past sprint the... past the bathroom out of our hotel room door. And we're not talking like the Super 8 or something. This was the Tundra Lodge before it turned into like this kind of grody place. That this yeah, was. I mean. It was a nice there, place. Yeah, there was a bathroom right there that I just ran. I ran past it. I ran down the hall. Down the hallway. Way down the hall. I found a utility closet. 
you know, like where the maintenance people will go and put their cart. And they yeah, and, and there happens to be an area. They dump their mops. Yep, they dump their mop bucket, and I peed in the mop bucket area. The utility closet, mop bucket, disposal area. Yep, then walked back to my room, which I had very responsibly, like... You grabbed the hotel room key. You yeah. got back in. Yeah, I got back in, laid down, and went to bed. But for some reason, that hotel... Bathroom, bathroom was that contained not up, a toilet. Not up to my standards, so I needed to run down the hallway and pee into a utility closet. Yeah. Was that the same night that we drank out of that gigantic uh, boot or that gigantic bubble thing? It was like a uh, at the fishbowl. Yeah, it was like a fishbowl but bigger. Yeah, probably. It was. had like a spout. Oh, I don't remember. I don't remember either. Yeah. I, re- I remember that Josh met some friends, and Corey Streeter and I walked through alleys of like... Last name? God damn it! Corey, Corey and I dro- walked through some... Uh, edit, edit, cut, cut, cut. I remember that was the same night that Corey and I walked through some really shady alleys in uh, a certain city that we shouldn't walk down shady alleys. And then we went to get some cigarellos from a uh, from a gas station. There were two canine officers standing in there. None of this is my problem. I peed in the utility. I'm just closet. saying that was all the same night. Yeah. Well, you know. Well, you stole my story. So, do we have anything else, Travis? I or? didn't steal the story. I just uh, added to it because you weren't going yeah. to tell it correctly. <sighs> I would have done it just fine. Thank you. All right, so have we hit every topic that we needed to hit in the last three hours that we've been talking? Jesus. Well, I think I, we did. I mean, there's a lot out there, but I think we're at a good point. I really want to apologize for the people that have listened from the very beginning to the very end. Um, I'm sorry that you listened to such awesome content and things that you would never have listened to in your life prior to this that now you are knowledgeable of, and now you're way cooler than anybody of your friends the worst apology ever it was uh, it was supposed to be like a backhanded apology yeah it definitely was that travis anything to say i'm just so glad to be part of this i really am and um i hope uh you know i hope i'm part of additional ones and maybe we we keep them a little shorter and i don't say that because this could have been shorter i think we covered everything we needed to and it's gonna it's gonna be neat and we can we can branch off into some other things and uh thank you thank you for listening so i i think i speak for both josh and i and say thank you travis for your only appearance on this uh podcast ever i'm just kidding huh? i was just joking <laughs> i'm just talking with you man. no i i took that i think i took it okay yeah it was a joke yep. I, I think travis adds a whole lot to yeah i think we have our crew for now on I think we so I, yeah. you know what if we're gonna three brews we have to have three Dudes, yeah. the bros, the yeah. three guys that can input to this stuff. And yep. All right. Thanks for everybody. Right. Thank you, everybody. For Take care. Thank you.